0: Hello, welcome to From the Unbox a podcast podcast. I'm your host, as usual, Kane Wilkinson. Hopefully you've heard the name before, since I'm hoping you've also been listening to the show. This maybe is your first time listening, if that's the case, welcome. If not, welcome back. Um, usually I go off in the intro about, uh, you know, following me, buying my stuff, subscribing to my newsletter, all that jazz. But I'm going to save that for the full episodes, because this is a little mini-episode featuring an interview with Toronto-based R&B artist Jesse Maxwell. Him and I chatted about his new single, Undone, not too long ago, and if you've been following, that was actually featured on episode 8 uh, this past week, his new song, Undone, and I even shared a little clip of the interview that I'm about to play for you, him just kind of talking about his, uh, his writing process and inspiration on the single. But that's not all we talked about. There's lots of more stuff to go around. You know, he talks about his time in Brooklyn, his challenges with drugs and rehab and uh it was a really great conversation it was just you know short half hour or so but there's a lot to unpack in that interview and of course i wanted to share that with you so thank you very much for listening i hope you enjoy it and uh here is an interview with jesse maxwell
1: Hi everybody. This is Jesse Maxwell. I am a artist from Toronto, Canada, and uh, this is an interview with Dusty Organ today.
0: That's right. Hello. Thanks for sitting down with me over Zoom today, Jesse.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Kane.
0: And the reason why I'm sitting down and talking to you, talking with you, is because you just released a new single called "Undone," which uh, certainly caught my attention. And uh, that came back. That came out on Friday, the fifteenth. Um, so if you have not, go check it out. Although we'll be Please playing do. it on the podcast uh, as well. But, uh, for people who don't really know who you are, um, I guess just kind of introduce your, you know, your style of music and, uh, kind of what undone is about.
1: Yeah. I, um, so if you haven't heard my music before, I highly recommend checking it out. (laughs) Um, music is something that I do every single day of my life. Um, it, it's something that I'm extremely passionate about. My sound kind of varies. I like to, I like to dabble with different sounds and genres and, sound palettes all over the place and and you know in in that frame make it cohesive um so uh the last project that i put out was very much like neo soul um some alternative r b some pop um this new project is is i guess in the same type of vein but in in just it feels different it feels like you know i've been doing this for longer now i've been honing my craft and 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 it feels you know, focused and it feels like a very specific direction. And I really like that. Um, Undone specifically, I really love this track and I'm so excited that it's out because, you know, with, with, you'll, and you'll ask any artist this, but they'll, they'll sit with this music forever. You know, I, I've been sitting with the CP for like a year now. So um, I'm really excited to just get it out there and have people hear this new, this new sound that I've been working on. Um, so Undone specifically is, instrumentally a pretty simple track I guess there's there's like four instruments um and we really wanted to keep it like you know analog and 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 natural so you know I don't want to put any synths in there I didn't want to I don't want to do any 808s anything like that I just wanted to keep it all real instruments and um the idea for the song was very random actually I I went into it um me and my co-producer had made this instrumental and I we were planning on writing something else. Um, and I was going to go into this thing that wasn't really working for, for the instrumental. It wasn't really like hitting the spot. So I was just kind of writing stream of consciousness one day and I came up with this song called Undone for the instrumental. And it was basically about, um, uh, you know, internally recognizing things about yourself and, and lying to yourself about them. So for me it was sexuality and, and, you know, there's a lot of people, um, You know whether it's that or whether it's something else who can relate to this idea of when there's nobody else around and you're still lying to yourself um you know and 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 you're you're kind of tricking yourself as to things are not true and who you're trying to fool because it's just yourself so that's that's where the idea of the song came in um and i really like it it's something to me you know i i've been told a lot with my music that and what i try to do is is keep it very honest and and you know just this idea of of breaking down these walls of these things that we try to put up of a facade for other people and 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 I try to challenge that thought so that's where the idea for the song came from
0: right on and um you know on terms of that kind of hiding from your true self is that something that you've kind of only really come to terms with recently like in, since writing the song in the last year or or you know are you able to say that you know I've kind of been able to accept myself more you know even before that or it's still kind of something new that you're
1: yeah i think i i i would say that it's it for me it's not really uh uh now i've accepted it and now i can move on it's kind of something that's ever ever evolving and and you know realizing that i'm growing and i'm i'm learning and i'm accepting myself more every day um where i i don't know if there is a a finish line with those things, you know, it's kind of something that's a daily reprieve and you kind of remind yourself that, you know, you're, you're a good person, you're, you're doing the best you can. And, and that at the end of the day is what's really important. So I think in the most part, yeah. Um, and, and I'm, you know, it's something that I teach myself to love myself more every day. Yeah. For sure.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And especially I feel like in, you know, last year, 2020, and it's still ongoing with the whole pandemic. I feel like a lot of people were able to kind of find the time to do that introspection absolutely kind of come to terms more accelerated so uh did, did that you know it's such a boring question you know of how did the pandemic affect your music but in you know in a way how 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 was that kind of you know how was 2020 having that time to think about you know your music your life and who you are how is that kind of uh how, how has that prepared you for the next phase of you know releasing this ep releasing this single and potentially you know maybe going back on tour soon uh, has that kind of helped you prepare yourself in any way?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's a great question because, you know, it's what everyone is dealing with right now. And for me, there was nothing else to do in this pandemic other than do music. So it really gave me a chance to like sit with myself and write so much music and, and just kind of unleash everything that's in my mind. The mind is a very powerful place sometimes and it can keep things um you know in lock and, and just to unleash that into you know my my form of doing that is music so if i can get those thoughts out of my head and kind of live with them as a piece of art um i like that so yeah it, it gave me none you know all the time to do that and and to just sit with those thoughts and and think about them and and work through them and process them into the point where you know now i can i can take them out and kind of make something of it and make it make sense
0: yeah and, uh, the nice thing is too, I, I was reading as well about you that not only were you able to kind of, you know, find music for yourself, but you were able to actually share it with people during the pandemic. Cause your debut album radio silence came out last May, in May, 2020. And, uh, I also learned that you were able to perform it or perform music. I should say for, you know, for people at a long-term care residence.
1: Mm-hmm. Was that Right.
0: Yeah. How was, how was that? Ex- tell me about that. How was that? That sounds like yeah, a great idea.
1: Yeah. You know what? It was such, it was, it was really, really nice. Um, it, it's little simple things like that that really make a difference for people. And like, you know, the setup was, was a little, um, uh, it was the, like I was playing outside and they were sitting inside and there was like a glass wall and, and I couldn't see any of them, but they could see me and I could hear them a little bit. And before I started, I like poked my head in and like said hi to them, but, It was so nice. Like they were so excited and they had a great time and like it it was, it was just a really nice thing to do. And it made me feel really good because I felt that I made their days better in a time where there was a lot of struggling going on. And and especially in those, you know, in hospitals and long-term care facilities, everybody was freaking out. You know, and especially
0: during those early, those early months. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Because it was new nobody wouldn't really knew what was going on. And like, you know, there was people in there, they couldn't see their families and they don't really know how to use Zoom or like, you know, it's just it it was a really, really crazy time. So I thought it would be a really nice thing to do. And, And and it really was, you know, and like so so the residents were downstairs and some of the workers were upstairs on the second floor watching through the windows. It was just a really beautiful moment. And it, you know, it showed me another case where you know, something as simple as music. And it was, you know, it wasn't this crazy production. I was just there with a mic and and my piano. Um, and something yeah. as simple as that is able to have so much power. So it was great. It was really, really lovely.
0: Yeah. You know, now I think about it, it's kind of like an extension of those viral videos of people, you know, playing music from their balconies or their mm-hmm. apartments for <laughs> exactly. all their neighbors to hear. But, uh, yeah and, and the other fun thing too about that performance was it wasn't just your original music too i understand that you were also playing you know older hits from like the 40s and 50s right
1: oh yeah i wanted to give them what they wanted yeah, yeah that's awesome sure, i play in sure. the crowd that's, <laughs> that's great they don't know my music but they know frank sinatra and they know glenn miller so i was like okay i'm gonna play people like that <laughs> yeah
0: and that's a good segue because i feel like you know how you having that music knowledge from a much different generation kind of stems from your quite extensive uh, music background. Cause I understand you were, an, you know, Royal Conservatory graduate mm-hmm. in Toronto. Yes, sir. Uh, so how, when did you start playing piano?
1: I was six years old. Yeah, um, so, and, wow. and like, uh, I don't know why, but all I wanted to do when I was six was play piano. Um, and we had a little, a little upright piano. So, um, my yeah. parents, they found this like flyer of this dude in the mud randomly in front of our house and called him up and he was my teacher for the next 10 years and we did all the royal conservatory um yeah it's crazy it 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 was yeah i i don't know why like at six years old i there's many things to do but i wanted to play classical music my whole family is in classical music so oh wow um, okay it was kind of something that i was drawn to you know that's
0: that's funny because i have a very similar story because i started playing i'm i'm not i'm not up to your level anymore at all, so don't worry hey, but, it might be <laughs> uh, but when i started i started playing when i was six and um the only reason my dad was telling me this the other day but the only reason why i started playing piano was because my older sister really wanted to she was she was eight at the time and okay. my parents were like okay we're gonna go for the two for one deal you know you get a half hour she gets a
1: half hour exactly <laughs> and then
0: you know a year or two later i'm still really enjoying it and i've actually kind of surpassed my sister and i'm still like very into it and i remember you know being at that young age there's a lot of other things you want to do but for me and i feel like you might be able to relate to this is every time i passed it by my piano that my parents bought i had to sit down and play mm-hmm. for like at, at least it turned out to probably be like you know half hour or an hour but i had to i'd see it and be like "Ooh, that's more much more fun and uh i feel like that's kind of that must have stuck with you for that's kind of probably part of your personality now too right
1: yeah well that's when. well first of all that's when you know you like it for sure if you're because yeah. <laughs> when you're a kid you do what you want absolutely and it's funny too because i i used to teach music for like four years. Um, and a lot of the kids that I taught were very, very young, yeah. but when you teach them at that age, it's, you know, they're, they're at the point of their life where they're, they're learning things for the first time. So you give them music and it's like a separate language and they pick it up so quickly sometimes. Um, and it just sticks with them. You don't know why it's crazy. Was it
0: was teaching fun. Did you, did you enjoy that? So much fun. Yeah. Um, Is it more rewarding yeah. than performing your own stuff? Would you, you know, out of the, compare the two? teaching and performing what's more rewarding. It's
1: hard to compare really, but there's certain things that I get from each of them, you know, like performing and and writing and recording on my own stuff um fills a part of me that nothing else does. Like it's really it's really something internal for me and like very fulfilling. Um but there's something nice about passing on that knowledge to someone and and you know building people up from, you know, from these kids that have never learned piano before and I'm feeding them all this knowledge. And they're kind of like, there was this one kid I had who, who was absolutely incredible. And I was like, that's really cool because I was able to take what I know and, and, you know, shed light on it to this kid and now he can do all these things and that's insane, you know? So there is something that's like unmatched about that for sure, because that's more, you know, you're, you're, you're passing it on and then they're going to pass it on hopefully. And like, it kind of just keeps that cycle going yeah
0: did you ever do i gotta ask you ever do like competitions and stuff
1: yes i did <laughs> yeah it's, it's,
0: because the, the idea of like a young kid picking something up really really quickly reminded me i think i was doing like a grade five or grade six uh level competition thing okay. and i was i was probably like 10 or 11 at this time and there was a young girl who was about six years old and she just destroyed us all <laughs> and it was just like it just every time i there's think of always, young kids, one. It was always one. there's always one there's always one but, uh, oh that's, that's great and uh, so i know you're from tr- born and raised in toronto mm-hmm. but uh, you also spent some time in brooklyn too which uh, i did how did you end up there like what brought you to brooklyn
1: um at the time of my life actually i wasn't doing music i was cooking and fine dining so i went to wow. brooklyn to study culinary arts um how was that was that it, it was it cool well, yeah it was it was very i mean it was a great experience and i and you know it was such a it, it was such an interesting time of life because you know i had never gone away to school so it was it was a fun like i get why people like it now you know because it was like you, you're you just kind of living and going to school and i was working and like it was just a it was an exciting part of life and i was in a city that i didn't know anyone at first and you know and it was sad when i left because i had all these friends who, who had become like family there um but it was it was an incredible experience so i went down for school originally and i uh, i linked up with this band called queens county roots and uh i thought oh. it was just gonna be like you know a fun little thing and it turned into we were gigging like you know a few times a month and it was and it was so much fun um and the first actually the first gig that we had was like three hours and i was so uncomfortable because i had never been on stage before like that
0: a three, hour, three set. hour
1: set it was just like just like at a bar yeah. Um, and like, and like, you know, the musical entertainment for the night, but you still have to entertain and do stage banter. And like, I was a nervous wreck. So I, you know, but it was a good way to like, throw me into it. Yeah. Um, were you at the front?
0: Were you the lead singer and everything? I was assuming? the front man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: From, okay. I wasn't, I actually wasn't playing in keys and I play, I now I play keys and, and, and sing, but I was just doing the front man over there. And, uh, and it was a really, really great experience and, and totally changed my life. And the, uh, the songwriter, his name is Marlon Hurt. Um, who was also the lead guitarist. When I started writing, which was down in New York, um, he was, you know, helping me out and he was listening to everything and he was giving me tips and kind of like, you know, very much formed me into the artist that I am today because he is absolutely incredible. So yeah, it was, you know, and it's funny too. um, I was talking about this the other day, how like certain things lead you into other things of your life because mm-hmm. I went down there for the culinary reason. And I kind of left being like, okay, I want to do this music thing full time now.
0: When did like, when did that light bulb go off? Was it, uh, you know, it was like part way through um, way through your, like your schooling and culinary school. Or
1: part you... well, I, It's I, you know what I started writing when I was in school. Yeah. Um, but it was closer to the end where I was like, I was still working in restaurants and um, and I was just writing like, a bunch of material. I think in that first year I wrote like a hundred songs. Not all of them are good by any means, but yeah. I was, I was writing and, and it, it was, it was, you know, very exciting to me. And I had like a little, you know, I had this tiny room in my apartment and I, and I would record everything there and like all the sound would bounce off the walls. And it was like awful now that I listened to it, but it was, it was really cool getting to discover that part of myself because I didn't know it was there.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. So do you still enjoy cooking obviously and stuff? I do. Like that, yeah. What's your favorite I, dish to make? Um, do you have one? Is
1: that a tough I, question? You know what? I, I like many different things. Right now, um, well, before the pandemic, I was working at a at a wood fire pizza joint in Toronto. Oh, nice! And I loved it because for me, it, it kind of combined everything. Like, I, I it's baking and cooking because you're working with dough and then you're cooking the pizza, and like, it's so much fun for me. I really enjoy. Can you, enjoyed can you do any
0: of the pizza throwing tricks or? Anything? Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah? taught for the second. Oh, I was there, awesome.
1: Like, okay, so you're gonna because it, it's an open kitchen. Right. Yeah. So, so you want to show people, Oh, I can like twirl the dough and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah you need to. That's awesome. I used
0: to work in an Italian restaurant that uh, some of the pizza chefs could do the same thing too. And people yeah. loved it. Like, they would eat it's, it up. I know. So yeah. That's, <laughs> well, I, you know, this is perfect. So I was going to ask too, um, because I recently started, you know, getting on TikTok and stuff, which is I feel I, I'm starting to feel old with the technology. But, Same. Uh I saw that you recently got it too, and you were kind of lamenting about that. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know what to do. But hey, maybe you can, you know, start doing pizza tricks on your TikTok. There you
1: go. I could do pizza <laughs> tricks, right? Yeah. You know what? I was I, I I was very resistant to get TikTok. I don't know why, but I, I recently got it. And it's yeah. it's very fun. I do these, I do these videos where I'll like harmonize with myself four times cool. on a song. Yeah. So much fun.
0: That's perfect. Like the whole duet, the uh,
1: exactly. It's catered to that yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah that's good. Yeah. <laughs> What's your, are you just Jesse Maxwell on TikTok for people to find you?
1: Jesse Maxwell. Yeah. It's uh, J E S S E M V X W E L L is the same okay. as my Instagram. Okay. Um, cool. yeah.
0: Right on. Well, that, yeah, that'd be fun. Hopefully I, I gotta start coming up with more content and stuff too. It's such a very, it's such a weird, uh, platform, but it's also very fun. I got, I got stuck looking at it for like hours
1: at a time. Yeah. You know what? That's the thing too. You have to like, what I had to do for TikTok is like realize a specific niche, niche that I had. So I, you know, I was trying some different things at the beginning. I was like, I don't really know what to do. And then I was like, wait, I can make this page just duet with myself four times each video. And, and, you know, so, so you figure it out. So that's, you know, that's how you, yeah, that's what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: good. Uh, I guess, you know, and going back to your music too. Um, so Undone, you said it's part of, part of an EP that's coming out too. When, when's that, when's that releasing?
1: The EP is coming out in May. In May. As well. um, okay. Yeah. And there's going to be another single dropping in March. And I'm very excited about this project because this is the first project that I actually did a bunch of the sound engineering and the mixing on oh, cool. because before I wasn't. So this is something that I've been working on for a while. And, and um, you know, it's just uh, I, it's me and my co-producer, Andreas, and, and we just, you know, um, did the whole thing together. So I'm really excited about that because, um, yeah, it's something that I'm very proud of.
0: How was, how was that experience like mixing in engineering and stuff? Was that tough? At very, first
1: very, very tough. Um, I, 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 have been doing it now for a while, so I have a good grasp on it and a good understanding, but at the beginning it was very difficult, especially because like, again, like I didn't go to school, it's all self-taught stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was just like figuring it out, you know, trial and error, experimenting, watching YouTube videos, all that stuff. Um, so it was very, very difficult at first, but, you know, and, and the biggest thing for me, I think was like, I, cause I have a lot of friends who make music as well. So talking to people about it and like, understand, like, if I have a question, I'm going to go to my friend and they're going to like explain things and other things around that, because that's the best way to understand it for yeah, sure. It's like, see what people. other people are doing.
0: That's true. Yeah. You can only learn so much from, you know, YouTube tutorials and, and then even just so much from, you know, trial and error too on your own which takes a lot of time right so exactly uh what's the ep called by the way i forgot to ask
1: the ep is called hellion
0: hellion right on yeah. right on and um i guess it's like a year full year since radio silence your album came out and i know that radio silence was there were some parts of it that were you know very very personal to you um that you were able to kind of unleash in music and one of which was a song about your time in rehab and your addiction problems and uh do you mind, you know, kind of expanding on that?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So um, the song you're talking about is called "Room in Hell," um, and it was basically from the point of of when I was uh, spending my time in rehab, um, which was a lot of time. Um, it I, I was I had a lot of addiction issues, a lot of drug addiction issues when I was like a teenager, and um, for me, you know, going back to that point of like being real with myself. And and keeping that authenticity in my music, I I I didn't feel right putting out that album without that song in it, even though it was something that was very revealing and it was very vulnerable and and um you know it was very specifically uh, referencing, you know, the time that I was addicted to drugs and who I had hurt and and what life was like. So um yeah today today I'm actually in March it's going to be about five years sober which is crazy to me because um, there's been so many things that have happened since I've been sober and it's been really wonderful. But um, music for me is, is something that I found being sober helped me stay sober. Um, Which is why I think I do it so much because it was not, you know, I feel very connected to myself when I do music, but in, in a, in, you know, the time of drug addiction, I was very disconnected from myself and from everything else. So, um, it's, it's something that I'm, I, you know, it's something that I'm very open about and, and, and I like talking about it because I am nobody special. And if I can change my life like this and, and do things that are productive for me, then I don't see why anyone can't. Um, and, and that's why I want to, you know, be that voice to tell people that they can for sure.
0: That's, that's amazing. And I guess kind of relaying this back to the song undone, um, that sobriety, was that part of the reason why you were kind of able to, you know, start to realize, you know, it's obviously not a complete circle, but, you know, start to realize who you were and part of like more, be more expressive of yourself.
1: Um, Absolutely. There's a, there's a bunch of things like that, that, um, you know, when you're, when you're kind of dosing yourself with drugs every day, you you're numb everywhere. You don't understand anything about yourself. You're, you're kind of pushing everything away. It's funny. Everyone says that like for when you get sober, um, is sorry when you started drugs um, and and until you got sober, that's the age where you pick it up from. So if I started using at like sixteen and I got sober at twenty, I'm I'm really sixteen in my mind because I I've all that time that I was using, I I wasn't able to learn myself. I was kind of elsewhere mentally. So um, yeah, that's so yeah. things like undone um, is just a part of you know. For me it was a part of learning myself and and being open and not um disassociating from that feeling which is the norm when you're numb all the time
0: mm-hmm. do you feel like you've kind of started to catch up to your to your actual age in that sense
1: i think so yeah I hopefully hope
0: so. <laughs> your, your music certainly has that maturity too which is really nice and has that like uh it's 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 a it's a truest form of like neo soul where you're taking those old roots i feel and then you're you know bringing them with a more youthful flair and everything which is which is which is probably part of the reason why I, I really enjoyed the song and it stuck out to me thank you and uh very happy to share that with more people well you know thank you very much jesse i appreciate you sitting down do you have anything else you want to you want to plug or uh mention for for listeners
1: all i would say is just go listen to undone go pick your headphones in uh, enjoy the experience and put it on a repeat because i think you'll love it <laughs> it's on uh, all streaming platforms so you can search jesse maxwell and uh, you'll find it there cool well thank you very much jesse thank you kane so much for having me on all
0: right well i hope you guys enjoyed that thank you very very much for listening um, there's going to be more interviews on the way I've got a couple lined up in the coming weeks so stay tuned for all of that don't forget to follow me on YouTube as well, I'm uploading all of the interviews as a video format as well for you to take in, makes it a little bit more interesting, and my from the inbox the podcast episodes are now being broadcasted on YouTube every week too and that takes a lot of effort so I do appreciate the views, um, don't forget to share it around music's all about sharing that's very important and uh, don't forget to buy my tukes subscribe to my newsletter. All that stuff. I tricked you. I was going to talk about it. All right. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in. I'm not very good at goodbyes. So goodbye.